Everyone runs away from pain, dodging the truth it comes with. But you are done with limiting your greatness in the shackles of fear. You see fuel in the fire. You taste ripe fruit in real answers. You move to the drums with wild expression. Enter From Pain to Gain, the podcast about identifying pain so you can ultimately gain health and wealth. Because without identifying a mountain, how can you climb it? Here's your host, Ivan Alpha. To prepare for the next crash, you have to watch this. I'm describing land, describing flips, rental properties, and their liabilities in terms of the upcoming crash. Now, land. Let's jump right into this. This was the biggest risk, I feel, when we're talking about something like the 2008 crash. You had the folks developing massive subdivisions, thinking, oh, this is never going to end. The property is just going to keep soaring and soaring. But the reality is we're coming into higher mortgage interest rates now. We're coming into people that are not going to be able to afford the amount of house for the price because of interest rates. We're in, going into the threes and fours now, as opposed to the twos that we were so wonderfully used to the last couple of years. Now, land is also a risk because you can't make money off of it. Think about it. On a rental property, you're getting money every month. At least you're covering your risk, your liability, because you have money coming from it. Now, when we're talking about flips, the next point, this is a little bit less risky because you could usually get it in and out of it in 30 to 60 days versus land, you're tied up for probably six to 12 months, especially with how uh, backed up the cities are with permits, and approving and all this jazz. The city of Atlanta is actually preparing to rehaul the entire permitting system because they have measured their not only losing money for themselves, but uh, there's a massive lack of affordable housing because of how essentially bad the permitting process is. The developers have to raise rents in order to offset their losses on that. Now, going back to flips, there's still a little bit of liability there because you're typically, if you're not buying it entirely cash, which is also pretty risky, yeah, hundreds of thousands of dollars just tied up, you have a, a hard money lender that is charging exorbitant higher interest rates, uh, higher down payment versus a bank. And don't even get me started on banks. Oh my gosh, how scared these banks are nowadays. Oof. Especially coming out of COVID, they're, they're like, oh, anybody with a shadow that looks a little weird, we're not going to qualify them. So especially folks like me, self-employed, they just run away from me. But it doesn't matter because there's a lot of private capital out there. That's uh, going off on a tangent. We are back to the third point. We just finished flips. Rentals, I feel, are the safest investment. And that's, of course, biased because that's what I do, right? But they have allowed me to navigate the storms of 2008 of COVID. Uh, I've seen a lot of investors kind of lose the last couple of years. Uh, because of what happened. And in the midst of all that, I've been okay because I've had the rentals. Uh, I'm not going to say it was all, you know, just sunshine and stars. It was all pretty, but I was able to navigate the storm. Now, that's my recommendation. If you're thinking about what to do, how to keep safe in real estate, just go after rentals. Uh, you may not 
It may not be easy for you to find them. In that case, reach out to my company, Commonwealth, uh, because I'm always, I, my network is massive. Like I could just reach out to 2,000 people immediately and say, I need a property uh, X price of Y rents. Uh, the latest deal I'm working on is actually a 45 grand deal that's kind of cash flowing about 750 per month. So the deals are out there to be had. It's really about how aggressive your network is, uh, how aggressively you want to hit your network, and also just being active in networking events too, right? I'm very proud to be uh, just a master of networking. I, I could walk into a room with 200 people and I uh, pretty confidently could say that I'm going to have 190 business cards by the end of that night. All right, so that's what you need to do to prepare for next market crash in terms of which asset type you're in. And to add a little bonus here to wrap up, on the commercial side, if you're looking at commercial property, I know a lot of people like really want to get into commercial because it sounds so sexy and it sounds like it could be really nasty money. So the thing with that is you, you got to think about, there's actually a whole lot of things to think about when you talk about commercial. Talk about price per square foot, talk about the occupancy rate, the class of the building, the class of the neighborhood, so if I had to consolidate the risk into one aspect, it would be if you're buying commercial, make sure the occupancy rate is pretty high. That's going to protect you in case there is any sort of crash. If you're buying a warehouse that needs a billion dollars worth of renovations and it's vacant, you're going to be in a bad situation if a crash happens next month. All right. So that's the end of the video and share it, and do a little victory dance because you just got inside information on how real estate works. Catch you later. Episode sponsored by Commonwalk, a real estate company dedicated to affordable housing investment. To learn more, visit commonwalk.com.